Let's welcome in lawyer Nanish Kotak, who joins us now here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Nanish, good afternoon. Appreciate you joining us. Good afternoon, Jeff. Thanks for having me. Okay, you wanted to speak this afternoon on this uh, lack of a vaccine certificate and uh, talk to us a bit about the effect that's having on businesses, if you could. Right. So, you know, we seem to be sort of behind the eight ball here in Ontario. And obviously, the, the idea is to, to catch up now with a proposal, but we see other provinces and Quebec and BC sort of listen to the business community uh, at the outset and come up with programs uh, to, to ensure that, you know, there are vaccine certificates for certain non-essential businesses and, and a way of proving uh, the vaccine. Reality is, you know, we've been through enough lockdown. I think the business community, you look at the Toronto Board of Trade, you look at the restaurant associations, really um, most businesses cannot uh, handle another lockdown. You know, you'll see a tremendous uh, amount of closures that could happen with respect to gyms and, um, and, and, and restaurants. So there was a fair bit of pressure put on the provincial government. I know Premier Ford initially was hesitant, um, and his view was, look, why we're going to really divide society here. But the reality is, you know, in Ontario, we've got over 80% of the eligible population has the first vaccine and getting close to 70 or so has the second. Uh, there are also public opinion polls where the majority, in fact, of Canadians are, are actually uh, requesting that there be some sort of vaccination certificate program. So I think the Premier and his office listened to listen to that and, and, and certainly don't want to be blamed for a, another lockdown. There are many issues for, for businesses, places of employment, um, where, where look, you know, even in their hiring processes, where it would be so simple that there was a, a, an easy way to just approve the, the proof of vaccine in a, you know, in a way that cannot be duplicated uh, through any sort of uh, fraudulent means. So I, I, I think that's what we are seeing. We don't know, of course, what, what the particulars of this, uh, of the non-essential uh, businesses that are going to be um, affected uh, by this. But if we look at Examples from Quebec, we may be dealing with uh, gyms and restaurants or places where, uh, you know, a, a large amount of people would potentially gather gather indoors. So I, I, I do see this as, I think, a positive uh, thing for the business community. I, I do understand there, there's some people who will feel that freedoms are being taken away. But, you know, we're in sort of in, in very difficult, very different times, I should say. You know, you go back a year and a half, no one could imagine would be wearing masks in malls or that that places of employment would require their employees, for example, to wear masks or, or take their temperatures. So there's certain freedoms that, that were given up, uh, you know, over the course of this uh, uh, pandemic, and I think I think they'll be here to stay for for quite some time. Okay, but this vaccine certificate, this is seen as crucial when it comes uh, for business, uh, when it comes to remaining open and avoiding uh, another lockdown, uh, trying to control uh, spread, particularly I would think in indoor environments. And we're seeing, uh, you know, reports of that more and more here during this uh, fourth uh, wave of uh, businesses and uh, you know breakouts at certain uh, restaurants and nightclubs and such. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely correct. This is, you know, the idea is to is to certainly uh, avoid further further lockdowns and business loss. Um, you know, you know, the proof's sort of in the pudding. And in, in fact, if you look, you know, I, I, given the percentage of people who are vaccinated, over eighty eligible with the first, you know, over seventy with the second, and you look at hospitalization, the vast majority are unvaccinated people. So really, the proof is in is in the pudding. Um, and I think you know, the general public has sort of been fed up uh, of 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 lockdowns, uh, understandably so, so is business. And I think this is our best hope. It's not an ideal situation to sort of divide people, you know, uh, I get that. It's not ideal, but I think it really is, 
um, you know, our, our sort of last hope with this and, you know, uh, to avoid uh, further lockdowns is like, let's, let's have vaccination certificates. And we've seen, the, you know, many, many cities uh, throughout the world are, in fact, doing this. We saw this during the playoffs, uh, where, you know, when the Montreal Canadiens were, were, were had the home games, I think, that they, they allowed 2,500 but had to be fully vaccinated. We, we see it's happening in other uh, sporting uh, uh, type of scenarios. So, and, you know, the, the question is, how far do you take it? Uh, one concern I have, and I, and I, is simply the enforcement of it. Let's say, you know, a shopping mall, for example. Um, are they going to have to screen people, every single person who enters that shopping mall, or will it be up to the individual stores? And keep in mind, you know, children uh, under 12 and under simply cannot be vaccinated. So this shouldn't apply to them. And what if their, you know, parents are traveling with, are walking with children, get trying to go into a mall? So there are, of course, going to be logistical nightmares. They're, they're going to be part and parcel of all this, um, but they'll just have to be worked out. And, and if we didn't do this, if we didn't do these uh, official vaccination certificates, should it be left up to the business community to police itself? And, and there could be some disparity, some unfairness between various businesses, or the, the regions themselves would have done it on their own. Uh, ideally, the federal government probably should have done something, but, but you know, I think this is our, our next best thing. It's mm-hmm. really provinces to sort of take control here. Let me ask you before we run out of time, what is it you, the business community, is looking for from the government in the next day or two with this uh, announcement? Uh, Clarity, uh, obviously, when it comes to some of the matters you just uh, mentioned there, Nanish, but also uh, looking for logistics such as, is this going to be a QR code? Is this something uh, on a phone that people will scan before they go to a mall, an individual store, into a restaurant for indoor dining, uh, that sort of thing? Well, the indication that we're hearing from from sort of insiders in, in the media is that yes, it, it would be a QR code, and in fact, that's what Quebec and BC have proposed. The initial uh, month or so, you know, while this is going in the works, we would probably use our emailed version of our second vaccine certificate that we got from where we, you know, a drugstore or, or whatever healthcare facility we, we obtained that from. But that will slowly emerge into uh, carrying on a QR code, and for those who don't have smartphones, probably a printout. Uh, they obviously need something that cannot be hacked, something that is going to be secure uh, for, the, and, and for the users and, and private enough as well. All right. Nanish, really appreciate the conversation as always, and thanks so much for the time this afternoon. Thank you for having me. Take care. You as well. There's lawyer Nanish Kotak with us. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.